What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right. Happy Monday, everybody. We have got a heck of a week in front of us. We, we, of course, have the election. We've got uh, close to a 1,000 stocks this week reporting earnings. Uh, we, we've got COVID news. We, we've got some, some odd movers today. So uh, it's going to be a jam-packed week. And, and again, for anybody who is new to the show or, or if you've only been with us a couple of times, I want to remind everybody what, what the point of what we're trying to do here is. And it's to provide the best uh, tra- trading idea resources possible. Right, we we want everybody to be involved in the chat. We we want uh, to bring awesome guests on here. We're going to have ideas coming from the Benzinga team. But again, the the whole point of, of this, you know, 45 minutes, 60 mix, 60 minutes that we're doing, is to give you guys the the best trade ideas out there. So so welcome everybody who's hopping in. I see PJ, Chase, Robert uh, hopping in. Robert's talking about the cannabis stocks are lit today. Let let's start there while we do some news and wait for folks to stream in. Uh, but but yeah, cannabis stops absolutely on the rise today. Uh, let's pull up Canopy up eight and a half percent. Oh, you know what? I got to share my screen. Hold on. All right, so there we go. All right, we got Canopy up eight and a half percent. Tilray that one was on a rip. This is all this morning. Ten percent. Cureleaf, a, uh, a Jason Rasnick favorite, up five percent with us today. Uh, I don't know of any cannabis specific news today, other than the fact that we're headed into the election tomorrow. Uh, let's take a look at our, why is it moving from the Benzinga pro team? Our Benzinga pro news team is saying shares of several cannabis companies are trading higher ahead of the 2020 election. Uh, so yeah, that, that's the catalyst there. So awesome. Uh, we, we got a, one question in the chat. I want to make sure we address the question is when is the election again? Uh, I'm guessing that that one is a joke, but, but we're doing it tomorrow. And, and while we're talking election, I'm going to pull up a different screen today. Uh, what, one that we haven't looked at yet. And I don't know why this is something that I check every single day, but it is my election betting odds. I have a blast betting on political outcomes. Uh, it's all low stakes gambling. I think the, the biggest bet that any one person is allowed to make is, is $800 on a single game. Um, but but let's pull it up to, to get a sense of direction. So the the screen that I have up right now are the the betting odds uh, uh, for the the presidential race uh, uh, across all states. Right, this is the the, the big headline race. Um, you know, not a ton of movement over the past week. This is a, a seven day chart I have here. The the betting markets are putting Biden at a sixty three percent chance of winning, Trump at a forty one percent chance. Yes, I know that some slightly over. 100, but it's an imperfect market. Um, so, so that's how we're looking for the race as a whole. If we go ahead and look at some individual states, uh, betting markets have Biden uh, way ahead in Michigan. Uh, if we go over to Texas, Trump is way ahead in Texas at 73%. Uh, two more battlegrounds for you. Florida, uh, this one's a little bit tighter. Trump sitting at 62% in Florida. And then I will get, pull up the last one. I think this is Pennsylvania. I pulled up, yep, Pennsylvania. Uh, Biden sitting there at 60% in Pennsylvania. Again, another uh, uh, very tight one. So go, go ahead and check out the, this site. I'll, I'll drop it in the chat here. It's called predictit.org. Uh, if anybody's ever interested in, in betting on elections, um, check it out. It, it's, it's a neat one. Um, I've, you know, used it for years. I use it to bet the, the Democratic primaries. I mean, that was a ton of fun. There's so many candidates and people moving in and out. Um, and it'll be a blast to watch it as polls close and results to start to come in. T- tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern, which I believe is when the, the first polls are closing. I mean, this is a, a screen that I'm going to have up, the 24-hour movement, uh, and use that to get some early readings. So a lot of times I notice that the, the gambling and the betting markets do move ahead of the news cycle. So, so there's a, a cool little tidbit there. Um, all right. So some other news that, that I want to run through up at the top here. Uh, shout out to Scott in the chat. He is a Neo fan, a Neo owner. Uh, Neo up 7.5% today. They, they got some nice news. They delivered 5,000 vehicles in the month of October. 
Uh, it's about a hundred percent increase on a year over year basis. If you don't know Neo, they are the, the Chinese Tesla is, is how they're commonly named. Um, another individual stock I'll, I'll pull out that that's a little bit unique. ICC bank IBN is the ticker India Bravo November. Uh, this isn't a, a super well-known name. The reason why I'm talking about this one today, uh, they are an Indian bank. They reported record quarterly profit. Uh, so, so it's giving some, some movement on some other Indian stocks today could potentially be a catalyst if, if, if you're watching any of these Indian stocks or, or like to follow those at all. Uh, so ICC bank, there's sort of a, a unique one for you. Um, all right. Other news items that we have today. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at some oil stocks. Um, again, this one is is election related. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up USO. Uh, this is the ETF that, that tracks oil price movement. And, and thank you, Jason Rasnick, for turning my light on here. I'm a little bit brighter for you all. Uh, but but let's look at USO. This is the ETF that, that tracks the, the price of oil, oil futures. Um, you know, you, you've got it... Uh, down this morning. This is a two-day chart here and now up a decent bit. Uh, a lot of the oil stocks are, are up a lot more than oil is up. So I'm going to pull this one up here. All right. So we're looking at our stock movers in the oil industry. Look at how big these moves are. And, and the thing that's even more telling is that a lot of these oil stocks were up when oil was still down this morning. In the early pre-market, 7, 8 a.m. Eastern, uh, oil futures were down, oil stocks were up. The Here's what I think is the, is the play off of that or the, or the thinking off of that. It is, I think it's a, a bet that, that market participants are making on a Trump win. The, the generally regarded thought, is, I think, is, is obvious to all of us, is that uh, a Trump victory is generally positive for oil uh, gas names, and, and a Biden victory is generally negative for oil gas names. Um, so, so that's the thinking there. Uh, yeah, we, we got somebody in the chat calling out BP, the British Petroleum. Um, yeah, that one's ticking up again. A, a lot of these oil names are are way up today. And again, the more telling thing is these stocks were up when oil futures were down this morning. And again, I'm reading into that as a play by by traders. Uh, and I'm guessing some institutional money because it was very early in the morning when I was checking these around 6 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and, and almost all of these stocks were up. So, so if, if anybody needs a trade idea, uh, there are some oil names for you. And then I'm going to do one last thing before we get into some stock ideas, uh, which is I want to pull up earnings for the week. Check this out. We were in some heavy earnings last week. We had right Apple, Amazon, Google, Facebook, et cetera. Uh, we've got even more this week. We, we don't have as big of names this week, but there's still tons of, of big, heavy hitting companies in the volume is insane. I mean, we, we've got about a thousand companies reporting earnings this week. Uh, especially on Thursday. So, so, so go ahead and, and check out this, this 11.5 here. We've, we've got two bars. Uh, the blue bar represents stocks reporting earnings before market opens on Thursday. The orange one is stocks reporting earnings after market closes on Thursday. We've got almost 600 companies between these two days. The, the thinking there is that a lot of these stocks would report normally on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they, they do not want their big quarterly announcement to be overshadowed by this, you know, presidential election that we're having. So, so they went ahead and, and kicked that back. Um, so, so there's the uh, the earnings outlook for the week. So be prepared for that. Um, and, and I'll just show you guys all the sectors and leave that up on this, the screen for a second. But we've got some decent diversity of sectors. Um, you know, there. Oh, sorry, there. I just screwed us all up. Uh, but we've got some decent diversity of sectors. Um, you know, we, we've got a lot of healthcare, obviously, but, but otherwise it's, it's pretty spread across the board. Um, all righty. And with that, I think we've, we've given everybody enough time to fly in here. So, so let's go get ahead and get started with some stock ideas. And, and Jason, I, I know you're out there listening in, feel free to hop in when, whenever you're ready. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and share how I am playing, how I'm thinking about this upcoming uh, uh, election. You know, nothing's changed, in my opinion, from how I was thinking about this last week. 
my my thought, and again, this is this is just my my thought on it, uh, is that regardless of the election outcome, if it's a Trump win, it's a Biden win, it's indeterminate tomorrow. Uh, we're we're going to get hit uh, in the general market, right? We're going to see a drop in the S and P, and then we're going to get a pop. That that's my general thinking. That that's how it's it's gone for a lot of these big macro events recently, right? We saw that uh, in 2016 for sure. Um, when, when the, uh, we, we found out that Trump was most likely going to win, um, you know, we, we see that for Brexit, we see that for a lot of these big macro events, is, is that the outcome comes, the market gets hit, everybody takes a second, breeze, and, and then we get a rip. So the, the way that I'm playing that is, is I'm hanging out with some cash on the sidelines. Um, I, I've got maybe about 20% or so of, of total holdings right now are in cash. Uh, and, and I'm going to start buying on, on two, two things that are going to trigger me to start buying. One is, is 10% off the recent high in the S and P 500 right now we're, we're down about, uh, let's see, let me pull up a chart. So there's a one month chart of the S and P 500 right there. Oh, no, it's not. I tried to make it a chart of that. There we go. Now we got the one month chart. So, so I'm going to start buying it. If we see 10% drawdown from that recent high right now, we're hanging out about six and a half percent down. Um, and then the other one is, is if we get hammered and we're down 2% after the election. So, so it'll be Tuesday night into Wednesday. I'm going to use that as an opportunity to start rolling in as well. I, I never get super long, uh, uh, you know, at one time, I, I always average in is, is what I do, right? So I'm not going to, to go and get 100% long when we hit that 10% down or, or uh, uh, you know, if we see a 2% sell-off after the election, I'm not throwing all that cash into the market. Um, I, I'm just going to start doing uh, uh, bit by bit, chunk by chunk. So, you know, if, if we're down 10%, I said I'm, I've got 20% cash, I'm probably going to take 4 or 5% of that. And, and use that to buy a couple individual names, but largely the ETFs. You know, the, we, we pull back some more. We're down 15% now, uh, roll some more in. We're down 20%, roll some more in, et cetera. So, so that's how I'm thinking about it. And, and again, the idea of this show is, is to have ideas and, and get ideas flowing, not just from myself and Jason, but also from the chat. If, if you guys like that, go ahead and let us know. If you've got better ways to play the election, drop that in the chat as well. And I see Jason is hanging out here with us. What is up, Mr. Resnick? So I want to go straight to the ideas. All right, um, let's do it. So this is one, you guys, we need to do a filter for it. I'm using a pro. But SPACs, you know, SPAC, the special purpose, um, whatever, acquisition company, um, they, have to, they have to liquidate at the value of the SPAC. So if a SPAC is at $10 a share, that's the value of what it's at. And it's traded $8.50, you could buy the stock as a risk-free trade. It has to, you, you can get out at, you can choose to convert or get the $10. So I've been buying some undervalued SPACs, SPAC. And so what I, if people want to take a step back and go a little slower, they need to take a list of all the SPACs that are out there and look what the fair value is and then what, what is trading at today. This is a trade that a lot of hedge funds are putting on right now. I was with a guy this weekend and they put in $400 million into this trade. Um, and they're not even calling a trade. It's just... They have cash in a bank Did account. Did you say four hundred million? Yeah, I said four hundred million. Yep. Okay. Four hundred million into it, and they're the they're they have cash in a bank account, and they can't get any interest. And I said, how do we get five percent interest if we don't want to do the stable coin, the crypt, the crypto trade? They said they just put four hundred million into uh, a spac, you know, to three different specs. Therefore, they will, um, you know, be able to get that yield, and then when it liquidates, they can decide to convert. My other friend is doing SPACs that I've worn. Really, really quick, a question on that. Do, do you, so, so basically the only risk that you would have then is if the SPAC announces an acquisition that shareholders absolutely hate, like if they announce no. some really horrible deal? No. No. Why would that be a risk? Uh, uh, so, so let's say that the par value is $10, right? When we, when we see, when we've seen these SPACs take over like the EV stocks or the battery stocks, you know, that pops up to like 15 bucks or something like they, that. They, ha they have to yep. be able to pay you out at that price, like at the price of whatever the spec starts at. So, oh, so, so if they announce a deal and you don't want to participate in that deal. The, if they announce the worst deal ever, okay, yep. like that makes no sense. Worst deal ever. They're buying Kodak. You still can, exactly. You still can get your fair value back. Um, tomorrow, we're going to bring a guy on to discuss this. He's going to come on. His name's Brian Jacoby. He's going to discuss this. 
He's been buying ones with warrants as well, but he's made five times as money over the last, or eight times as money over the last 10, 15 years investing in specs because he, he put a lot of money in and his downside was very little. There was no downside except the, the, the downside is time decay. You're sitting in, you sit in specs that may not have much, if it's not a good deal, you're just going to get back your 6% or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But with 1% rates, it's just a no brainer play. There's nothing for, to think. For open of. Cash. Do, do you have tickers yeah. for us? Um, that's what I knew the questions. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at GHIV right now and another one. So GHIV, but I don't know. I don't know the fur, the fair value of it. Um, okay, right now. One. Yeah. All right. So yeah, there's, there's 9% upside there. Well, is, is it, is it 10? Why, why you said, what's the fair is $11? Oh, I, I'm assuming that it's, it's 10 bucks. That's not 9%. No. Oh, 9 oh, cents. Yeah. 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 Sorry. 0.9%. Yeah, that's not. I think it's eleven dollars that one though. I think that's the value. That's where I got to figure out where the value is because um, I want to sort and do a list. I'm going to do it tonight with Brian of the ones that have the biggest spread, and then there's some that have warrants on it. And I did a warrant one. So the one that I did is I'll give you this one. This is what I did, and it was a little bit different, but it was a beautiful trade. It was from Malone. The symbol is. Hold on, I own it. I got to find it. QR. T E A and then Q R T E P. So okay, so is this a REIT? It was a yeah, but it was like a Let's SPAC see. spinoff, and I got a, a warrant on it. And um, and I mean, people are putting in the chat a bunch of different SPACs. It's just a trade. If you if you do the research on it, and uh, later this week, me and Luke will come out with a list of SPACs that we're looking at and buying. We may even put some Benzinga money in them. Because the, the the no risk is important and getting higher than the 1% is very nice. So I'm just giving you a prelude to some of the stuff that I'm working on this week. I'm work, working on investing in undervalued SPACs and I haven't um, done a ton yet. So, um, okay. So like that, like the, Ch- the Chamath, you know, our Pradipia, like a guy who's coming to our show, his IPOC dropped below $10 today. We need to know what the fair value price is. You, and you can read it in the offering. It says it in the offering. It's just not on the stock page. I mean, you guys, SPACs became so common the last six months, year. But before that, it was one a, one a, one a year, like five a year, basically. So they weren't as common to do this. So I'm just trying to give you guys trades that are off the beaten track that hedge funds are looking at. That's honestly why I'm presenting it to you guys right now. Yeah, and, and I like this one, right? Because you've got the fund rolling $400 million into it. I mean, they're, they're not dumb. Right, they're nope. they're spending a lot of time thinking about this. And another guy, and another guy, um, you know, another guy basically is telling me that he's created a fund just to invest in SPACs. He wanted to know if I want to invest. And then I'm thinking, okay, I could go invest, or why not? We do, we just do it directly and do it with the people. Why don't we just get the Benzinga? users? let's create our own fund and just find all these deals. That's what this chat room is about. Luke's talking about trade ideas, trade ideas, trade ideas. This is what this is talking about. You know. Let's find those opportunities, and that's what we're that's what we're gonna do. So that's all right, why I, I like the spec trade. We're gonna yep. find some of those specs. Yeah, but I know I should have given you a list of five, but I I have a list of like I have a list of twenty specs in front of me. I just need to do the research to see what is the deltas between the fair value and the the price today. That's the issue. I have to do that, and then I was gonna bring Brian. My guy Brian was gonna come on, but he's gonna probably come on tomorrow because he has a call at twelve forty-five. Yep, LCA is a different spec. And by the way, so some of these specs are huge gainers because when they find a good company, you can convert way undervalued. And so that's why he had the big gain. I'm just trying to say, how do you get over 1% on your cash? That's where I'm going with this. And this is, you know, one of those ways. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of the stock market today, it's nice to see a little green. I mean, VSTO, again, is up 7% today. My Duncan DNKN, I don't know why it's taken off today. Was there another bid on it or something? Up six percent today. Too bad I sold some of the, I sold half the position on Friday. I, I think they I think it was it looks like the deal got confirmed on Duncan. That's what it was. Okay, well I sold half the position, Luke, on Friday. So but I still have seventy five seventy five percent of the calls. The calls are up fifty percent today. But but I, but I think you played that well, right? So so the stock popped, it, it lost some of its momentum. You you stuck with it because the thesis is still there. Uh, but but yep. you took some money off the table. I think that's a good way to do it. Yep. And then some of these cannabis plays. I know you mentioned it already, Luke. Oh yeah. TR, TRSSF. That's one of my favorite. Cure Leaf. Another one of my favorites. 
um, up a bunch today. So both those things, and these are just these are ones you trade. You buy low and try to sell high. They're they're honestly they're kind of gifts to you. I mean, like you know that tomorrow, even if Biden doesn't win, New Jersey. I mean, yeah, or Pennsylvania, one of the two. Pennsylvania or no, it's New Jersey is going to vote cannabis legal for recreational. That's going to change the whole complexion of the market. I mean, literally, your legal cannabis is going to be across all 50 states in literally like a 200-mile driving radius. Not in every state, but that's how close it is. So these are no-brainer buys to me. I'm still owning my GBTC. Didn't really move much today. It's up 13, 1.1%, 0.13%. Um, GAN is up today. GAN is up 10%. Whoa, what is up with GAN? Let's go look again. I see the guys in the chair. I'm asking me that. All right. Okay. I don't see any news. Benzinga News see, Desk. Come on. What's going on? Reporting earnings next week. So that's not it. Okay. And then I got someone asking me about some RKT. Am I still owning RKT? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. I, I'm going to be owning RKT for a long time, guys. It's not a trade for me. I guess maybe you didn't know that because I'm on the pre-market show and I don't say it here. So RKT is a long-term holding for me. I'm not selling RKT for a while. Um, if I trim some, yeah. it wouldn't be yeah. for like six months. Yeah. And, and I'm in this one too. And, and the thesis here on, on my side of things is, okay, they, they do a massive mortgage business, right? Like, like they, are, they are the biggest mortgage lender in the United States. And, and so, so what comes with that? Right, they, they've got to figure out how to scale a sales team. They got to figure out how to make digital products. Right, they've got to figure out how to have connections with, with lenders and, and get in front of clients, build a brand, and that sort of thing. Uh, so, so I I see no reason why down the road this stock couldn't get into other financial services. Right, they're they're huge into mortgages now. It, since they already have all of these processes figured out, they already have the brand name. Uh, th there's no reason why they, they couldn't replicate the success that they have in mortgages with other financial products. So, so that's my thesis on this one. Uh, I'm also in it for, for the long haul. Yep. So, and the, and they have earnings. No, they, it has earnings November 10th after the bell. So I expect to see strong earnings. We're up 4.42% trading at $19. I think you can get, you know, I think you'll do well holding this thing. Um, but, and then the other, the other, uh, um, the multiples aren't crazy at, on it either. I know and compared to a lot of these recent IPOs. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty fairly valued. And then the other mortgage companies pulled their IPOs that were going to go public this week. So mm -hmm. I, th so this downturn in the market the last few days, I actually like because it slowed down the IPO market. I don't love when the IPO market is so hot. I actually hate it. I really do. Why, and why, why? Because there's only so much money to go around. And you could say there's two trillion on the sideline or three trillion on the sideline, but people, they don't go and bring new money in when when lendinghome.com goes public. They sell RKT in just to you know split it up. And so every stock gets hit. I had this happen in 2000. I started shedding stocks of the weaker players, you know, six uh, three months ago when all these IPOs happened. I hate seeing more than one IPO a week. I hate it. I hate because there's money isn't just there to come to the market. It gets split up. You sell your good ones and you put it in these new IPOs, and then all the stocks fall. That's why I don't like it. Okay. And with that, I'm, I'm going to bring us to our power pick of the day. I got the banner up there. I actually got called out for the banners being cheesy, but that's sort of the point. I think that they're, they're sort of funny like that. Um, yeah, wait. If you don't like the banners, press two. But if you like the banners, press one. If you like the I banners, press funny. one. If so you don't like the banners, thing. press two. We got a, an email from a, a user today saying he's really upset about the banners and doesn't really like them at all. So if you don't like the banners, you don't like the power pick Brenzinga, press two. That means you don't like it. If you like them, press one. Okay? Thank you. But this guy was mad. So I don't know. I thought we thought the banners provide a little atmosphere to the show. Yeah, they provide some personal like, – like we did this oh. new one. We'll get to this in a little bit. What, three years one? I thought this was hilarious. I love this one. I guess not. Um, I love but, that squirrel one. They didn't. See, that's amazing. I love that. We'll, one. we'll get to the squirrel, but but yeah. all right. I'm I'm gonna take us through 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 our pick of the day. Uh, this is not one coming from myself. My my holdings are are roughly the same. I'm not adding anything today. We'll get into some of those holdings in a little bit. But pick of the day today, Verizon Communications. Uh, that's that's Victor Zulu is the ticker, and this is a buying opportunity on weakness. So this is coming from Benzinga, uh, one of the Benzinga editors, Matt Maley. He, he's a 30-year Wall Street veteran. 
he looks at both the macro picture and uh, uh, technicals. So, so his his thesis on this stock right here, we, we see it. Uh, he, he views it long term as a 5G play. He likes the multiples on it being cheap. So he's highlighting the, the 12 time forward earnings. And the, the question of why now, why are we buying this stock now? He is buying it because it is a, uh, a buy the dip play, right? So, so here's his chart. I'm going to pull it up here. Um, looks like he's, he's looking at the RSI. The stock is down 7%. Uh, and so that is the catalyst that, that Matt Maley, again, this guy, he's the chief strategist at Miller Tabak um, right now, along with being an editor here at Benzinga. So, so he definitely uh, knows the stuff and has, has been around the street and through plenty uh, of these, these little sell-offs that we've had. So this is his buy the stock dip. He thinks you can pick it up very cheaply right now, and, and he likes it for the long term. Um, I, I believe we have his price targets and his stops in here somewhere. Let's see that. All right. So, so his, his price target on the stock is 65 bucks and that, and that's his two month time horizon. So again, the, the power pick of the day coming from Benzinga editor, Matt Maley is Verizon. It is a buy the dip play. He thinks you can pick it up rather cheaply here, uh, on a multiple basis. And also, uh, they're, they're going to get some kick from, from the growth of 5g. So he's buying the stock at 58 bucks today uh, with a $65 price target over a two-month time period. That's an interesting one. I mean, I, I like the security. I like Verizon. I pay Verizon $220 a month every month, Luke, and okay. it was 280 So I do like it. Verizon is known as high quality. They're also really popular in New York and that area. My brother-in-law, but they, they basically, the fiber, fiber to home, uh, wireless, but Verizon basically runs your life out there um, in terms of technology. So I, I like it. I mean, you're not going to stop paying your Verizon bill. I always think about when the when the shit hits the fan, what are you going to stop paying, right? You're not going to stop paying your car. You're not going to stop um, eating. You may, go, you may not go to Roos Chris. Like Luke goes to Roos Chris like every day. You may, you may not go there, but you're you literally like, what are the things Verizon? You're not going to cut. That's why I own DT energy. Cause you're not going to cut your electricity. You may cut your Starbucks. You may trim your, you know, buying so many Crocs, you know, I guys, I wear Crocs every day. Is that a bad thing? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> so that's the, so that's the truth. So the other thing with like Verizon it. too, and, and, and some, some of these, these communication stocks, some of these more boring uh, utility stocks you're talking about, is that they're still paying a dividend and a nice juicy dividend, right? The Verizon's paying over 4% yield right now. So, so with, with interest rates at zero, um, and again, somebody in the chat commented, it's a sleeper stock, which it sort of is, right? But even if it were a sleeper and you're getting paid 4% to own it, I mean, that that's not horrible. That's my point. I mean, I... I look for a lot of dividend stocks. I want to sleep at night sometimes, and I want to have twenty percent. I want to have fifteen percent of my portfolio to be get to be giving me dividends. I just, I just think, why not? Like, why not get some checks? Why not? I mean, a, by the way, Apple counts as one of those. Luke, Apple does count as one of those. Apple gives a dividend, so I like it. Um, so you know what I mean? Yep. Let's see what Apple's at real quick. Yeah, paying about one percent. It's not large, but it's better than getting nothing, you know? Yeah. And, um, and the tool I'm using here, because I haven't plugged it yet today, is our Benzinga Pro. Uh, I'm going to drop the link in the chat there. Um, there's a two-week trial on it, so, so go ahead and give it a go. It's it's totally free two-week trial. And what this is, is is the goal of the product is, is to be the resource for stock news and data, right? If, if you ever want to know what's going on with your stock, you want to know why it's moving. You want to know what press releases they have, when their earnings are, what their dividends are, what the upcoming dividend payments are, et cetera. Uh, we want to answer that question with Benzinga Pro. I have been a user now for, God, almost eight years and, and could not manage getting through the markets without it because I've got my one spot that I go to know exactly what's going on. So, so if you want to give it a try, I dropped that link in the chat there. Um, and if you want to see more from Matt Maley, I'm going to go ahead and drop that link in the chat as well. He, he does uh, a, a pick every week. He's, he does a nice little write-up on it. Um, you get those emailed to you. So so I will drop both of those in the chat. Um, Can you get – Luke, yeah, I, I know you hate for me to do this. Can you give our guys, these users, a little code if they sign up for Benzinger Pro, like a discount, like a 20% off? Yes. What should we make it? Let's make it something fun. 20 off? Oh, come on. 
How about a fun one? I know. I just think that. Do you know how to do that? Uh, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put an email address to email oh. with the code. All right. And, right. and then Andrew so, on our team will get you hooked up. So we'll make it a fun one. We'll make it um, so that one guy hated your um, image. Um, how about fun banners? Fun banners. I like it. Fun banners. All right. There it is. Okay. I just put in the email address. It's VIP accounts at Benzinga.com. The, the special code is fun banners. If you want to get 20% off, go go ahead and use that. E email that, that address. Andrew and our team will get you set up, uh, and you will be up and rolling. Zoltan, I looked at RKT. We're up about 4%. Thank you. We're here. We, 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 you, you must have come late to the show. Come on. Get on with it. Now, wait, Luke. I want to say this. Wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. It's a stock thing. All right. Okay. If I told you for sure, Luke, tomorrow that Joe Biden wins, okay? Yep. If you knew that for sure, no question about it, what is the first stock you're going to buy today? Or what is one of the stocks you're going to buy today? Uh, okay. How about I'll, I'll give you a long idea and I'll give you a short idea. Okay. If you, don't ha if you don't That's have it, by the way, if you don't have it, we could have Chase Norris call into the show. He has some, but go ahead. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start with the short idea. You this it, one's baby. easy for me. I already talked about it. So, so we, we've got oil up a little bit today. And even when oil was down this morning, energy stocks, we're, we're on the rip. So, so check out all these oil and gas stocks that we have that are way up. And I think that this is market participants taking about that. Look, that can, you zoom in, can you zoom in one more on that screen for um, yeah, all is, our home gamers? This is made for Android. One more. Right oh, now. now we're good. I can read it. So we got you, you like rig. You're saying if Biden wins, you like these oil stocks or is it short? No, this is my short idea. Starting on the right. short side. It's easy for me. I already had it in my mind. Okay. Uh, so, so these are the short ideas. Okay. If, okay. If Biden wins. Sense. Um, and then on the long side, uh, 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 solar stocks. It's obvious. It's boring. Um, so would you buy the TAN ETF or something? TAN? I, I think that's a, solar. So that's where I was going to. Yeah, you, you've got the TAN ETF, Tango Alpha November. Um, and you've got that one up today. Individual names, uh, JKS potentially, Jinko Solar. Um, so so those, those are my two plays. I'm, I'm shorting oil. I'm going long solar. I think those are the obvious ones, right? Well, what's the what's the whim on the JKS? The JKS, uh, uh, nothing name specific, right? Just just into the election. So so you know, I, I if I'm making a call here on on JKS and the solar stocks, why they're up, right? We see the the solar ETF, Tango Alpha November up two and a half percent. I'm guessing that it's speculation on a, a Biden win tomorrow. Okay, all right. I gotta change subject for a second. All right, what are yours? Oh, okay. I was gonna change subjects. But uh, I already my, did the obvious ones. Well, no, no. So if if my if Biden win if I if Biden's winning, let's say, I would go hardcore in cannabis, um, and I would short oils, like you said. But if Trump wins, but if Trump wins, I'm just I'm buying the spies. I'm buying ETFs out of the whole market. I'm going. I'm buying more technology stocks. Are, think, are you getting think, more along your gun stocks like 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 Vista Outdoor or anything like that? Um, it's a good question. Um, I actually, my plan is to trim Vista Outdoor on Thursday of this week. So if either of them win, when I, right, wait, when, we got a good one so in here. I, I looked at my, PR I, on a Biden win. I looked at my Benzinga pro, my notes field that I have, but they won't give me the full notes field because Andrew Weiss doesn't like it. But my note said uh, two weeks ago after the election, sell all my Vista Outdoor on Thursday. Maybe I'll change that, but that's what it says. Okay. All right. I so like what that. is Viva Power? What does this one do? Uh, this is another solar stock, another solar play. It's a, it's a little bit smaller. Let's see, market cap, $100 million market cap. This is, this is a small cap solar play. Um, we got another question, Tan, any levered components in it? I, I don't think so. I, I assume not. Usually the whole ETF is levered right, rather than some components of the ETF. So I don't know for sure, but, but I'm guessing not. Okay. My change of subject is when someone's applying for a job and you give them a little project to test that they're mm -hmm. a good candidate and they write to you that they're, you know, they got injured, they're in the hospital and something like that. Do you always believe it or sometimes be suspicious? Mm. I, just feel, I just feel, I just feel like I've seen emails like this more often lately. I, like, I think that you have to assume that it's not true, but you can't be an asshole about it. Same for like when it's somebody's first day of work and they say there's a crazy accident and that's why they're late. 
I think that you have to assume that it's probably not true, but not be an asshole about it. Got it. That's an interesting take. Yeah. What, this person, what is your thought? Well, I don't want to read the email because I don't want if the person's listening to this show. I don't want to, but um, I'm getting to the point. Like I actually used to believe this stuff, you know, and now I'm like getting to the point that it's just like, what excuse can I come up with? And I would just much rather radical candor. Hey, I didn't prioritize it. And, you know, I hate when someone says, I wait, wait, we got a funny comment. Are you talking about Trump? <laughs> You're sick for work. Okay. That's um, funny. Yeah. I, I just, uh, what was I going to say is I hate when someone says I didn't have time. Just say I didn't prioritize it. We all have time. We all have time. So, all right. That's my, my, um, distraction for the moment. That was it. Okay. Now, Zoltan, get, do you want to give your favorite stock? You can do it in the room right now because I told people that you think you're the best stock picker on this side of the Midwest. So Zoltan, just type it in and we'll hold you accountable to it. We'll review it every day. So just let us know. Um, Zoltan's a uh, Benzinga pro. Yes, it is. Okay. This is Benzinga Zoltan. And he, he is, uh, he's a very confident stock picker. And so I want to hear what he has to say. So he's not giving me anything, but okay, that's fine. So look, that's the TAN ETF. Now, if you think Trump is for sure going to win, let's say, see, the biggest thing is if Trump for sure wins, you're going to see more market movement. If Biden wins, you're going to, in my opinion, you'll see less market movement. You'll see movement, but I think it's, I think it's speculated in a big way that Biden's going to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, so, so at the, the top of the show, we, we pulled up the election betting odds, right? And, and so, so right now the, the betting market, this is a 24 hour chart. I'll, I'll switch it over to the seven day chart. Real quick, and then we'll click on the 30-day. Hey, while Luke's doing that, please share. You know, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, please share it on your social media. Let people know that we're here. I told Luke we can get to 200 simultaneous users today, and we're at 170. We need 30 more. You get us to 200, then Luke will be back tomorrow, and Luke has some big stock picks tomorrow. Come on. Boom. All right. So so election betting market is saying 63% chance of Biden, 41% chance of Trump. And, yes, I know that sums to more than 100. It is not my market. But but that's what they're building in. Okay, so um, I mean, it just to me with such early ballots in, and when you go open up Facebook and Instagram, it just says, "Did you vote yet? Did you vote yet? Did you vote yet?" And to me, that is more of a Democratic voter that's going to see it first. So that's where I think it's happening. But I've never seen such fervent fans and these rallies all weekend for Trump. But then he says stuff. Hey, doctors are trying to make money off. Um, Doctors are trying to make money off Corona by saying the person died of Corona. And I don't even know if that's a fact, if that's a thing, but like, you just don't say that now. You don't want to piss off anyone else. You know what I mean? That's my opinion. Yep. You may say that's his way to win, but I just, I don't know. Um, and I'm the guys, I'm giving you both sides. Like I'm apolitical. I'm like agnostic. And then the other thing that Trump said is how lucky are you that I've been your president the last four years? Could you imagine me coming into Benzinga today? Uh, by the way, you guys may think I, I hate Trump, but I don't like I'm agnostic to all this stuff. Like I try to stay out of it because we're in the news business and I know I sound biased. So you guys are going to rip me, but I'm, but I'll tell you, but like how, how funny would it be if I came into Benzinga one day and said, how you got like to the team members here, you guys are so lucky that I'm your CEO, that I'm your chief zinger. You guys are so lucky. They would like, they would like kick my ass and kick me out, you know, the side of the street. I don't I mean, look, could you imagine me coming in and saying that yes. you guys are so lucky that I'm your CEO. You guys, you guys are so lucky. Um, my favorite thing still that he ever said was uh, he's just going on a rant. He's like, I invented Space Force. I get no credit for inventing Space Force. What the hell is that? That is the you know? that that is by far the funniest. Yeah. I, that 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 Space Force thing. I get no credit for that. You know, and Elon Musk is the guy doing it now. So, um, but yeah, I just I don't know. Some of the things he says are just so off the wall that I like. And I don't know. I don't know if he does it on purpose to piss people off or not. But all right, that is my um, that is all right. Um, so, so we've got some ideas falling, right? We we've got uh, oh yeah, Drew Levine. Drew Levine. He works here or he builds here. We don't use the word work at Benzinga. I try not to. I say build. Drew Levine goes. We are so lucky. We are so lucky. Okay, <laughs> it's it's so funny. Um, it just sounds crazy. But like, how lucky are you guys? Right? Like, doesn't he think? You know, I always try to think when I say something. And I don't catch myself sometimes, but I always try to think, how is the other person going to react on what I say? And sometimes this guy, Spencer Israel, once told me I should chill on Slack. I write two harsh things. I'm just being honest. And I want people to be honest with me. 
And so if I write too harsh of things, then I don't know, then something like whatever. And so Trump, how lucky, whatever. Go ahead, Luke. Chat challenge. All right. Uh, so, so chat challenge. We, we, we've got some ideas flowing today. We, we've got Verizon uh, as a pick up to 65. We've, we've got uh, solar stocks, uh, uh, cannabis stocks under a Biden victory. We've got Rocket as another long-term pick. Uh, so, so moving over to the chat challenge, I mean, this is where we are sourcing ideas out of the community, right? Not, not just in the chat room, but, but we're running a competition. So, so we asked everybody last week on Wednesday, what is going to be the best performing stock through the election, right? So this is from Wednesday of last week through this upcoming Wednesday. So, so we're going to get, uh, to tomorrow and then the initial reaction up until about noon on, on Wednesday of next week. So we're going to check in on how all of those stocks are doing in just a second here. But first, I've, I've got the question of the day. And a reminder to everybody out there, and, and you know somebody didn't like this either, but the winner gets a limited run Benzinga t-shirt. It's a nice, cool Benzinga t-shirt. It says Benzinga Detroit. We're here in downtown Detroit, Michigan. Um, but the, the question of the day. Hey, we're uh, at 180, guys. We need 19 more people. Come on. Come on. Share it on your social. We need to get to 200 so we can throw the champagne. Party. Let's go. Okay, Luke, go. Question of the day. All right. You ready, Jason? Yes, sir. I'm going to do a full screen of the of your chart up there. So I'm gonna All right. Well, well, this is a new question, so, and then we'll get into the chart. But but the question today, it's a timely one, is from, and think back to 2016, in the week of the election. So we're talking about the 2016 presidential election. So we're going Friday to Friday. What percent did the S&P 500 move, either up or down? The first person to call the percent within, we'll say, we'll say half a percent of the actual movement is going to be the winner of the T-shirt. So the question again is: In the week of, of the election in 2016, how much up or down did the S&P 500 move uh, within half a percent? So, so go ahead, throw those guesses in there. While we're doing that, let, let's give everybody an update on, on how our competition is doing. Again, this this is our, our week-long contest. Uh, I've got it up here. Number one, still the reigning champ on top is Scott with NEO. Again, this is the Chinese uh, uh, version of Tesla is, is how it's commonly referred to. Up 20% over the last five sessions, including another 10% today. Jesus, Scott, you're the man. I know. Scott, we got some good Scott, stock pickers Scott, here. Do you have a hedge fund that we can invest in? I mean, I'm ready. Let's go, Scott. Come on. And, and then check this out. Three of the top five, we've got cannabis names. So, so Jason, you're sitting there at number two with your Curaleaf. In, in full disclosure, you, you do have two stocks here on the list. Uh, we, we've got PJ in the chat with Tilray and then Samuel with CGC. Cannabis stocks, super hot. If Biden wins, I bet that these cannabis stocks are the winners. Which one? I don't know. All right. I mean, I love it. And I um, and by the way, okay, so. Right now, we got to take down Scott. We got to take down Scott. And, wait, and wait, hold on. Am I, second, am I second place? You're in second place. Holy shit. Let's go. Let's go. Benzinga Raz is in second place. Send the money. What are we paying? $1,000 for first and then $500 for second? So even if Scott wins, I still get $500? It, it, it depends who wins. Then we'll decide the prizes. <laughs> That's funny. If I'm on top, they, hey, they, they might be bigger prizes. But, but, but San, who's sitting here at number four, uh, JKS, that is a solar name. I mean, he's got a shot at it as well. Absolutely. By the, by the way, if I win, it'll go to the next person, I think. that's Or we'll donate to something. We'll put the money because I'm not going to win. Um, wait, there's something. I Three things right now. This is a lot of stuff going on here. Before we can move on from this one, Luke, yes. Zolt, Zoltan. Zoltan, who thinks he's the Zoltan of Brunei, whatever I'm trying to say, but he thinks he is better better stock picker than anyone you know. His picks are above, and his picks go by Luke's favorite, Moderna, MRNA. Yep. Then he loves 3M, MMM, Neo, CGC, and GAN. I think he likes GAN because of me. So, Zoltan, I feel bad if you're in a big time because I know you've probably lost because of me on that one. But, um, hey, I like RH, Chase Norris. I like that one. All right, so I wanted to get the Zoltan picks out there. Okay. Now, All right. I have one more question. Wait, wait, wait. We, we, we got to answer the question. Today's chat challenge, the new question. Oh, okay. You put the, the link. Okay. We got to answer that one. Again, the question was 
uh, uh, last year's ele- or le- last election cycle, 2016. What was the, the what move oh. did the SP 500 make that election week? I thought that was a long. I thought that was a, I thought that was a long term question for like what's going to be the next week. I didn't listen. The no, whole no, no, this is for last year. My bad. Uh, Sorry. And, and, and this was a really good question. And the reason why I know it was a really good question is that about half of the group was up, and about half the group thought the market was down. Yeah. You know, they, they split it. Yeah, the, the market was in fact up. It sold off right as we ha- found out that Trump was going to win, but recovered. Uh, we, we finished up 3.77% in the S&P 500. But check out these numbers. These are going to seem so long ago. Wait, the, Luke, uh, Luke, who was the winner? I'll get there. The, the S&P 500 moved from 2,085 to 2,164. Doesn't that seem like I mean, we're up 50% oh in the market, right? 2085 to 2164. And Daffer Romeo in the chat, he said 4%. It was 3.77% was the move. So round of applause to you. Uh, I'm going to drop the email address in the chat there to go ahead and send your address to, and you're getting that, that Benzinga t-shirt. Daffer Romeo does pretty well in these, these contests. Yeah, no, he, 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 and by the way, if you're listening to this on delay, you know, you're listening to this on YouTube or Facebook on delay, you can tune in live from 12.15 to around 1 o'clock every day for this show and to win prizes and awards, rewards, and all that kind of good stuff, okay? So I had someone ask me that yesterday. They said, how do I see this live in the chat, in the comments? So um, there you go. All right. And, and I've got to hop off, Jason, if, if you want to keep going without me. Yeah, yeah. Sam Worku, why, Jason, why does the Benzing app not have the, the intercoms? I don't know. Are you making sure, are you using the right Benzing app? That's a good thing we should add is intercom. Are you a Benzinga Pro user? If you're a Benzinga Pro user, it has intercom. But on Benzinga.com, we don't have intercom. Um, we don't have intercom throughout the office. By the way, this Moderna, uh, Luke is leaving. So can All we right. get, Peace can out, we get, guys. Can I we just get some likes and everybody. some ones for Luke? Hell, hell of a week we've got going on. We've got election. We've got COVID. we got earnings. I mean, let's do it up big time. Let's get some stock ideas flowing. Yeah, we, we want this to be a place where you guys can exchange stock ideas. I mean, you guys should be chatting more and have people criticize your stock ideas, get feedback on it. Like, you know, this is a way to learn and find picks. I mean, some of my best picks ever that are up 130% are for me chatting about stocks that I'm buying right in this chat room or the one on Benzinga Pro. That's really where my chat rooms. Um, so, you know, um, let me go back to uh, Moderna. Zoltan bought Moderna at $27. Benzinga Pro covered Moderna at like 45 or 50 bucks, and we were like covering news on it. And some guy wrote to us that it's the biggest fraud in the history of stocks. It's going to go to zero. You guys should see these emails that we get because we're like a news agency. We just we report. People can decide the opinions, but it's crazy how there's two sides to every market. Remember, when you're buying a stock, I know it sounds silly what I'm about to say. When you're buying a stock, someone is selling that stock, right? And we're a bot is selling it, a computer. But there's two sides to a market, and that's where you have to take your edge, your information, your information advantage. Like I, I look at what advantages I can have in the market. What do I know better than someone else? And you know that that's where I that's where I find edge. Uh, wanted to mention. Wait, your kids are watching Mr. Beast on YouTube this weekend, and they said they are fans of Benzinga. Mr. Beast said that, or your kids said that. I I need to get clarity on that. Okay, because. That brings me to my next topic, and I'm glad Luke is off for this topic because Luke would probably say, Jason, that's probably not the right topic to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it anyways, and then we're going to end the show. Do your kids go to TikTok? Mr. B said he's fans of Benzinga on on YouTube this weekend. If this is true, I have to get the clip. Wow. Okay, Damon, do you know what part of the minute thing? Because that, that is huge. Um, so we're going to have some TikTok celebrities on our site. Um, if they want to meet them, we're going to do uh, um, Ask Anything with a TikTok celebrity very soon. Big time one. I don't want to say who. But if you want to bring your kids on, we're trying to teach kids um, the investing game before they're older and don't learn about credit card debt. All, t- all types of debt. So I just want you guys to realize that you never can get in early enough. You never can get in early enough in the stock market or investing. And by the way, um, regarding TikTok, it's not a complete waste of time. 
I've learned more tricks using TikTok. They give you little quick educational tips. So I'm, I'm an iPhone expert now because I, I know all of these little tricks. I don't have the patience to sit and listen to an hour show, but I might want, want to go on TikTok. Okay, let's get two more stocks in. Oh, we're going down to 170. All right, all right, people are hating me. Let's get two more stocks. Uh, maybe I should show my live account today with real dollar amounts and everything. That would maybe get the, the views up. Because I have some, if you guys saw how much Tesla I own right now, you guys would like fall off your chair. I'm definitely not diversified. I'll tell you that. But um, all right. Um, TAST, I own a lot of TAST. That's this symbol. I'm not, sh I'm not sharing Benzinga Pro right now. But this is one I still own. I still own Peloton, Crocs, Curleaf, Sun Communities, SPH. They need to buy propane for those propane. You know, when you're at a restaurant outside, you need propane. So SPH. But that's it for the show today. Those are my last stocks. I'm at Mr. The whatever his name is, Damon. I think Damon um, Caparth, uh, some kind of telethon they had on for 24 hours. So, Damon, there's no way I'm going to be able to find Mr. B saying they're a fan of. Um, there's no way I'm able to find Mr. B saying they're fans of uh, Benzinga because I'm not going to be able to go through 24 hours. If you have any uh, insight to when they said it, please let me know. I'll bring Mr. Beast on the show. That'll be the next one to bring on. And yeah, Bryson and DraftKings. So Bryson DeChambeau, you guys probably won't believe me, but maybe I should bring it up on here. I played golf with Bryson DeChambeau about two months ago. He, I asked him for advice in my swing. We only played two holes together. But I asked him for advice. You know what he said to me? He said to me, I'd go on vacation for two weeks. The advice he gave me, he goes, I'd go on vacation for two weeks. And then when you come back, just throw your clubs away and retire from the game. And then he thought I was sad. But then he's like, I'm just joking. That's the joke I tell everyone. Everyone says, watch my swing. I just say, you know, take two weeks off. And uh, that's his joke, he says. Bryson hit it a mile. We used his drive. And if you ever want to see Bryson, he's on Twitch at night. Um, maybe I'll bring Bryson on the show. Uh, Bryson sponsored, um, Bryson won the rocket mortgage classic. That's where I met him in Detroit. So, um, all right. Email VIP accounts at Benzinga to use your fun banners discount 20% off Benzinga pro. I'm in there all day. Luke's there giving, you know, giving trade ideas. Um, it's also a big research tool, no advertisements. Um, it's real people behind it. There's thousands of thousands of members, about 20 people that work on it full time here. And, um, you know, well, I mean, by the way, if you, uh, Damon, if you ever find the Mr. Beast thing, feel free to email me at jason at benzinga.com. I would love to see it, but uh, we'll see if we can get him on the show. We'll see if we can get it. So, all right, guys, watch the market. Thanks for coming out. Thank you. Please share this with your friends. Let them know. Because again, I need to get Luke to want to do this more often. Luke's a busy man and I'm just here because I like to talk to you guys and, and find ideas. Thanks again. We're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.